Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Arbonne International. Arbonne is the only nutrition and skincare line that my team and I recommend because of their high quality, pure, safe, beneficial commitment to our health. They never use artificial ingredients. And after a year of researching a line I would feel comfortable recommending to anyone, this is emphatically it. Not only do they make the best tasting protein powder I have ever had, it's 100% vegan plant-based yet has all of the essential amino acids we need protein to have. That along with their other products are a part of my daily routine and should be a part of yours too. Check out www.disruptyournutrition.com slash Arbon product page for more information. Hey, Diet Disruptors, Carrie here, and happy Monday for you. Although I'm going to be really honest with you right now, it's not Monday for me. I'm actually pre-recording this episode because I'm on vacation. And I was going to do it live, but then I decided, nope, Carrie, you deserve a few days off. And to be ready to do that, I decided I'm just going to pre-record this. So my team is streaming this live for me in our Facebook group and on YouTube, and this will go into the podcast as well. So thank you to my team for allowing me a little bit of time off, but I didn't want to miss Monday. So I thought I would just record this so you guys could get it and I'll probably be tuning in live. So comment, say hello, and I'll be sure to comment back because I will be actually following along with you. So I hope that you're doing well. As I'm recording this, we're about to have a really big snowstorm and I'm excited because it's getting me ready for my trip. My husband and I are going to go away for a long weekend to Utah to go skiing. We've never skied in Utah. We're big skiers and we're very excited. Our kids are actually away for a few days with family. So we decided to uh, take the trip that we wanted to take back in the summer to celebrate our 20th wedding anniversary. We didn't get to do that. So we're doing it now. We got a condo on the mountain that we can ski in and ski out. So we don't even need to go to the lodge, we have a little kitchen. So we're gonna cook, we're not even gonna go out to dinner, uh, but it's gonna be really nice and romantic and I'm very excited. So uh, I am pre-recording this for that reason. I am really excited about this episode. I, I kind of wish I'm able to do this live so I can see your comments as it goes through, but that's okay. 
I'll comment along with you while you're watching. I'm very interested to hear what you have to say about all of this, because we're going to talk about something that I think every single person needs to hear. Self-sabotage. I hear this all the time. Now, I will say always, our nutritional approach from the bottom of my heart is the last nutritional advice you will ever need. I just met with a whole bunch of health and wellness experts, and I taught them about what we teach. And it blows my mind that we don't talk more about the importance of blood sugar stabilization throughout the day and keeping our blood sugar stable throughout the day with our PFCs. It's like, it makes so much sense, but very few people are trained in that. And it's so crazy. But even though you might have the best information, right? Like I very much believe we are the last stop on the crazy train of dieting. I even have people that don't find success. And a lot of it is because of self-sabotage. In fact, all of it is around mindsets and much of it is around self-sabotage. It's not because the program doesn't work. It's not because the approach doesn't work. It works every time. It works for every body. But we don't always work for ourselves. So that's what we're going to dive into today. But before I do, I want to remind you and do a little housekeeping. I want to remind you that my team and I are really excited and want you to take us up on this. The fact is our four weeks to wellness lifestyle launch, which is four weeks of amazing goodness <laughs> and really understanding this approach. I always say that our, our group and our free content is incredible. But to really do this in a way that works for you, to know that what you're doing is working. And you're going to hear in my episode today why certain things are so important that we incorporate into the four weeks to wellness. But really, you need that to truly do this, to truly invest in yourself so that your body can be investing in you for the long term. And so our pricing structure is going to change a lot in 2021. Our four weeks to wellness is going to go up in price, and then there'll be an additional fee to be able to get a coach to work with you. And so for the rest of this month, we are offering the chance for you to do the four weeks to wellness lifestyle launch in our 2020 pricing with a coach that is going to save you hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So it's a very affordable option to be able to get such amazing support from a coach. So if you sign up to do the four weeks to wellness now, this month, you can choose to do it anytime in 2021, anytime in 2020, in 2021. But if you wait until January 1st to sign up, if I know so many of you are like, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. The price is going to go up. And it's not going to include a coach. It's going to go up more if you want a coach. And so I'm giving you that fair warning. So please heed me on that. Okay. So let's, let's dig into self-sabotage a lot. And if you have questions as you go, let me know, because again, I'm going to be watching and commenting live. So I want to first talk about how you know if you self-sabotage. And I hear people all the time say, I self-sabotage. But I don't, until I dig in with them, and um, we have a new program that, that, that we're launching. It's called the Trifecta Transformation, where 
I am really working with a client for 12 weeks, me and you together. And we dig into this personally, this stuff like life coaching stuff. So I'm going to just kind of give you some of this overview. Uh, how do you know that you're self-sabotaging? I hear so many people say, I self-sabotage. And then they leave it at that. Like, it's an excuse and it is what it is. Can't do anything about it. I self-sabotage. So let's talk about how you know that you're self-sabotaging because I don't know that we even put a definition to it. So if you stay motivated for a while, you do something, you start a new diet, you start a new approach. It can even be our approach. And then you slowly wean off of it. And then you slowly get into something else. Now, if you're dieting at all, depriving yourself at all, your body's naturally going to convince you to get off of it because it's not sustainable because your body doesn't want to live at a deficit for so long that it's going to crave foods and you're not even going to realize it's happening. But if you're doing our approach and you start to wean off of it and start to just stop eating PFC, stop eating regularly and just go back to your old ways, that's self-sabotage. Uh, maybe you will, you say the thing, I know what to do. I just have to do it. That's my friend is self-sabotage. Now I will say a lot of people think they know what to do, but they don't do it. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think because what we think we know that's necessary is just hard and we don't want to do the hard, right? But a lot of people think they know what to do with our approach. And if you haven't truly worked with us, I don't actually believe you truly know what to do, but those of you who have worked with us that know how to do it and still don't do it, that's true self-sabotage. Or maybe you jump from one diet to another. I will say if I ever have, I've had a few times where clients have done our approach and you could tell they didn't really truly dive in. They didn't truly, truly engage and give it. They were looking at this like another diet didn't take it too seriously. And I blame myself for that because I clearly didn't get into their head, which is one of the reasons why my 12 week trifecta transformation is gonna be so powerful because it's for only reserved for those people that truly, truly want to dig in and dig in with me or that need to dig in and need to be done with this whole nonsense of this yo-yo dieting. But I have had people that have done my program and then have gone on to go look for other things. And if you're one of those, I'm jumping from this and I'm jumping from that, and I'm jumping from that, you're a self-sabotager, okay? So there's a whole kind of thing. So if, if you're doing any of those things, you are self-sabotaging. And so let's talk about why, and then I'm gonna give you some tips as to how you can stop self-sabotaging. So one of the reasons why we self-sabotage, here, here's what I want you to do when we're listening to this. I want you to be truly honest with yourself. This whole month, we're talking about mindsets. We're digging into your mindsets because this is truly the stuff that matters. I can teach you how to eat our way, but if we don't get our mindsets in order and we don't rely anymore on motivation because our why is so strong and our habits are where they need to be, then we were not going to be successful. I can give you the what and the how all day long. But if we don't dig into this, it won't last. Okay. So let's talk about why we have self-sabotage. Reason number one, I would take some notes because you need to figure out what your reason is for self-sabotaging. If you don't figure out the reason, you're never going to be able to fix it. And self-sabotage will constantly be at your side. 
and then you'll still be on the stupid roller coaster that is actually not that hard to get off of. So fear of failure, number one. One of the reasons why people self-sabotage is that fear of failure. You're afraid that if you do this and it doesn't work, it's one more time that you failed. But what I want you to understand is all of the other things you have done have set you up for failure. They're not meant to do the long term. Think about this. Diet industries don't want you doing those things that are going to last forever because you don't need them anymore. If you don't need to search the Google, search the Facebook and land on those ads for all of those diet trends, who's going to keep them in business? Fear of failure is really real because failing feels awful. And it's easier to not do it sometimes than to do it and be afraid that you're going to fail at it. Just running my own business, I fear of failure all the time. And it holds me back sometimes from making risky or courageous or fearless decisions. And so I want you to think about whether or not fear of failure is for you. How about this? A fear of success. A fear of it actually working. Now, why would somebody have a fear of success? This is interesting because I have worked a lot on this in myself. I know in my business, if I was like super, super successful, it would be like I couldn't walk away from it. It would be like, this is it. I am like my role, my my path. And being locked in, sometimes I can't believe I've been married 20 years because being locked into things scares me. Um, I have a little bit of that like like to kind of change things up. So I think that there's a there was for a while a fear of success in my business. But why would there be a fear of success for you? Maybe it has something to do with the fact that you're afraid that if you're really successful at this and do what it need, needs to be done, that you're not going to be able to use food as um, an excuse anymore or a comfort anymore right? That you might be using food now as a way to escape and you feel like you're not going to be able to do that anymore. So if you're successful at this, that's going to be taken away from you. Or you won't be able to blame things on food anymore. And that goes along with the third one I'm going to tell you about in a second. So hold on to that for, for, one, for one minute. But fear of success also has to do with the fact that doing the things that you say you want to do would actually have to happen. So how many of you say, when I lose the weight, I will, you know, once I um, get healthy, I'll do blank. And then you actually have to do it. And maybe you think you want to do it, but you don't really want to do it. Or you have to admit the fact that mm, doing that means something hard. I don't know what it is for you, but if a fear of success is yours, it could go along with this third reason that we don't want to deal with the real issues that are holding us back. So when we actually figure out why we have become so unhealthy, why we are so obsessed with our weight, why we think our value is in the scale, why we have such an unhealthy relationship with food, when we can figure that out, when we start to dig into that, it unleashes certain things that we might not want to deal with. It helps, it, it, I had to actually get into my past and figure out why I felt the way I did about myself, my body, and why it turned into an eating disorder. 
that wasn't fun, you guys. The other thing is I think we put off a lot of things because we're so focused on this. Once I lose the weight, I will blank, right? Well, once you have really dove into our approach and done it right and done it with support and got through your mindsets, you have space, you have capacity because you're no longer searching for those solutions. And now you got to go do the things that you were on this earth to do. That sounds fun, but there's a fear in there. So that goes along with the fear of success. that You don't want to deal with the real issues or that you don't want to actually have to do the things that you're going to have the capacity to do once you figure this out. Another reason why we self-sabotage is because we want it to be easy. We do. And as soon as it gets a little hard, we self-sabotage so that we can say, oh my gosh, it was just too much. I just couldn't do it. I work a full-time job. I have kids and, you know, dealing with my protein, fat, and carbs, it was just too much. It's not too much because I've had like the busiest people in the world with the right mindset crush this. Nobody's too busy for it. Nobody's too busy for it. Remember, we prioritize what's most important to us. And this isn't something that's too busy. That's an excuse for sure. But when we, when something becomes a little hard, we self-sabotage so that we don't have to do it. I think about my daughter, Ellie, my younger of the two. She's super smart. In fact, I used to be a special educator, so I was certified to do IQ testing. And I did her IQ test, which isn't really totally appropriate for the mother to do it, but I did it. This kid is crazy smart. She's my adoptive daughter. It was a joke that I didn't, she's not biologically mine, so she's got a totally different, really intelligent brain. And school came really easy to her, really easy. She was in all advanced classes. Things just like came super fast and easy to her. Well, at some point, she's a freshman now, it got really hard. And those of you that know our story, we moved to Mexico for a year, about a year and a half ago. The girls didn't speak any Spanish and I just threw them in school. And I did that partly because Ellie hadn't done a lot of hard things before. And her brain, as soon as something gets hard, she would often shut down. She had a year hard. She can do hard things now. She trained her brain how to do hard things. It was not fun, but she did it. And a lot of times, as soon as we think something's going to be hard, we self-sabotage it so we don't have to do it. Think about that. Think if you're doing that. And the last reason, it's not the last, but the last one I'm going to talk about right now is that we look for easy excuses. And we have people around us that will affirm that those excuses are reasonable. Now, people don't like it when I use the word excuses because they use reasons. No, but the reason is blank. It's an excuse. It's what it is. You can call it a reason. You can gift wrap it in fancy Christmas paper and call it a reason that's justified. It's still an excuse. So we self-sabotage when we can find excuses that other people can rationalize along with us. So we don't want to be deprived, right? I, don't, I just don't want to be deprived. I don't want to have to not have certain foods. I want to be able to go out with all my friends and eat whatever I want. Or my boyfriend really, my husband really likes beer and I can't give up beer. Little things like that. Or I am just so busy. I literally run from morning to night and I just don't have the time. Um, 
I don't want to give up my wine. I don't want, right? We could find a zillion things that are easy excuses that other people will justify. And when someone else says, yeah, I totally agree with you, you will self-sabotage because somebody just gave you the okay to do it. And you can say, yeah, I just self-sabotaged. Like that's an excuse in and of itself. We've got to get real with what we're doing and why we're doing it. And so let's talk about what happens when we self-sabotage and what we can do about it, okay? Because I don't want to give a bunch of like concepts without some solutions. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about a few things first. And I, like I get into this when I'm working with a client in our 12-week trifecta transformation, I'm literally like on a call one-on-one getting into this with people. So I'm not going to be able to do that with you, but let's just go through it a little bit here. So the first thing that you do, and we do talk about this in our four weeks to wellness too, is getting your why really clear. And it cannot be, I just want to get healthy. I just want to lose five pounds. It's, those are those are on the surface. Those are simple, easy, easy concepts as to why. You need to dig in. Why? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to get healthy? What is it all for? And write it down and have it in front of you everywhere everywhere make stickers like go on Etsy and have somebody make stickers of your why and put it on your phone put it on your computer make it your screensaver your why has to be front and center all the time it is so much harder to self-sabotage when we have a true reason that's deep and meaningful as to what we're doing and why we're doing it think about it when we're parents and we have kids that need to eat we're not like, oh gosh, they need to eat again. I am just like, I don't have time. I'm running around. We don't make, our kids have to eat. Now we might run around and we might not give them all that they need or you know the best food in the world, but we make sure our kids eat because that's a non-negotiable. Our purpose is like really, really clear. Our kids can't starve. We, that, not even negotiable, right? That's how it has to be with your why, that you don't deviate from it because it's that important. Okay, so I want you to think about when you're figuring out your why, answering two questions. One, how will your life be better if you do this and do it well? If you stick with this, how will your life be better? Write it out. My life will be better in these ways. This is going to get you clearer to your why. And then I want you to answer this question. If I stay on the track I'm in, what will my life look like in five years? Be honest with yourself. Be brutally honest with yourself. What will your life look like in five years? Second thing you can do to stop stop self-sabotaging is stop relying on motivation. I, I do always tell the story about how when I was a teacher, I would love the beginning of the school year. I would get everything all organized and I'd have all my students' names in the list. And oh my gosh, my classroom, like bulletin boards. I made some of the most amazing bulletin boards. And then it got hard. And, you know, I was a special educator in inner city schools and it was hard. And there would be a moment in every year around October-ish where I lost the motivation and I just would leave my room kind of in chaos. I might not have gotten like all of my work done or papers graded or, you know, planning my lessons as well as I could have. And I just chalked it up to you. I'm just not motivated. Like that was okay. And here's the thing. People told me, I know, I'm just not motivated too. And so I was affirmed. It was a self-sabotage moment, right? I didn't know that's what it was. If I had more self-awareness, I would have been able to figure that out. 
but I didn't, I didn't have that level of self-awareness. And so we know, I bet you right now, you can think of a hundred times this year, you were not motivated this week. You were not motivated to do something. I'll wake up and I'm motivated to get all the laundry done and I'll throw laundry in and then it sits there all day long. And like, I forget, I'm not motivated to do it anymore. And then it just piles up, right? Our motivation weans. And so if we in the new year are like, yes, I'm going to motivate myself. I'm going to now really dig into Carrie's program. or I'm really going to do this. And that's your strategy because you're super motivated. Guaranteed. We only have a certain amount of motivation. If that's our uh, total strategy, we're going to crash and burn because motivation goes like this. And we are told that we are reminded that every single day, every single day, we are not motivated to do something when we once were. Think about when you go to bed at night and you say, I'm waking up early and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work out. Put your clothes out. You're all ready. You're motivated. You wake up in the morning and you hit snooze, right? First of all, your why wasn't strong enough. And second of all, you were relying solely on the motivation that you thought was going to carry over from the night before. And it didn't. And then you had no other strategies to be able to rely on. And so you need other strategies other than motivation. And a couple of those strategies have to do with habits, getting yourself into a habit, do one thing differently, one thing towards your goal every day for a week, and then introduce one more thing. Get your habits strong, because when it becomes a habit, you're not so reliant on motivation. And the second thing you need so that you don't rely on motivation is community, accountability. That is why our membership group is so powerful. You can't be in the membership group unless you do our four weeks to wellness or our trifecta transformation, but it is really important. Those of you that are in our membership group, I would love for you to comment on how important that accountability is. But even if you aren't in our membership group, this group here, you can use it as accountability partners. You can have a friend. You can get a partner that works to hold you accountable. You need community and you need habits because motivation will not be enough. Okay. And then I want you to do things that scare you. So we self-sabotage and a lot of it is because of fear, right? Fear of success, fear of failure. It, it, it's just prove it. Like in all the research that I've done and all the work that I've done with people on self-sabotage, so much of it comes from fear. So I want you to do something that scares you a little bit. Almost like if you can do it every day, do it every day. I know that we always don't get out every day, but maybe it's reaching out to somebody I've reached out from in a while. I know a lot of my my coaches, um, we talk about this all the time. How do you reach out to people about their health, help to, to tell them what you're doing and to give them that kind of insight about what they can be doing? That's scary to do. Do something that scares you because it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the better you're going to get at it. So going to Mexico, yes, the motivation was so that they could learn Spanish. But really, my motivation was that they could do hard things. And so just today, because remember, I'm telling you I'm pre-recording this, I put my kids on an airplane by themselves to go to San Diego to go help out a family member that needed it. They had never done that before. They were scared. I was scared. But I know that they can do hard things. And I know that if I keep putting scary things in front of them, where I know they're going to be safe, but give them that little bit of fear, they're going to get better and better at doing things that are hard, that might be a little risky, that takes courage. What are some little things that you can do that are scary to you right now? Maybe it's going to work out in a gym. 
Now I know with COVID that's a little bit harder, but some people don't want to work out in the gym because they don't want to be in front of people failing or not looking as good as everybody else. Okay. Maybe going live on Facebook is super scary for you. Do it in our diet disruptor squad. Go live in here. You might not have anything to say. Just tell us about yourself, but putting yourself out there might be scary, but doing it trains you how to do scary things. And if you're self-sabotaging, you're afraid to do scary things. Our fear is definitely a foundational issue, right? Okay. So the last thing I want you to do in terms of this as a strategy is I want you to think about this. Focus on the difference between living for today versus living for tomorrow. So sometimes we self-sabotage because we just want to be able to have the drinks with our friends and not think about it. I don't want to have to give up anything. I get it. One of the biggest things I teach is that we don't want to feel deprived, simple, sustainable, and satisfying. Being satisfied is just as important as everything else, or you will self-sabotage. And that is one of the most amazing things about our approach. You don't have to give things up, but you do have to be intentional. You do have to be planned and you have to know food. If you don't know those things, then you're going to just literally, you know, a friend calls you up and says, let's go out. And you're like, screw it. Forget it. Because your motivation is going to be gone and you don't have a strategy. So I want you to be thinking about living for today versus living for tomorrow and for the rest of your life and making sure you have a balance. And bef- in the mornings, before you start your day, you have an intention about what you're going to do. If you're going to go out with friends and you're going to go hog wild, promise yourself you're going to do that in the morning. Don't promise yourself, I'm going to go and I'm going to have a salad and I'm not going to have any alcohol and then go and do exactly the opposite once you're there because you cowered under pressure because you're like, I just want to live for the moment. Have a plan, be intentional about it, and then don't break the promise to yourself. And when you do, you're going to feel so good either way. So if you said, I'm going to go hog wild tonight and you do, you're going to feel good that you did it without guilt. If you say, I'm going to stay on track today because I really want to do X, Y, and Z so that my my long-term goal is met, whatever it is, then when you get in bed that night, you're going to feel really good about yourself. And you're actually going to be really confident in saying to your friends, no, I'm not going to be drinking tonight because I made a promise to myself, okay? So stop relying on motivation. Focus on your habits and community. Get your why super clear. Answer those two questions. What will your life look like for the better if you do this? And if you don't do anything, what will your life look like in five years? Do something that scares you every single day. Focus on the balance of living for today versus living for tomorrow and be intentional about whatever it is that you're going to do. So if you're going to go hog wild, you have a plan and you're intentional about it, that you don't just do things spur the moment where then the guilt and the despair and the self-sabotage fits in or sets in. So next week, we're going to talk about what happens when you fall off the wagon, right? Because sometimes when we fall off the wagon, we then self-sabotage even more. So I can't wait to dig into that with you a little bit more, but I'm dying to know what you think about this. I think I threw a lot at you. I hope that you find it to be helpful. Y'all, this is the stuff that matters. This is the stuff that we work with when we work with you. And so if you have been thinking about doing our four weeks to wellness, do not deprive yourself any longer. Do it right. Invest in yourself. If you are looking at what will your life look like in five years, if you keep going down the same path that you've been going down, then you need to do this. Y'all, I get that we're talking about a few hundred dollars, but don't tell me that you're not spending that over a month on random stuff. 
Instead, reallocate those things that you don't really need to something that you really do need. And if your partner is in the house with you or is interested too, you guys can do it together. I always say it's like a twofer. If you're, if you're, let's say you're a woman and you're married to your husband and your husband doesn't really want to get on track, but you know he needs to get healthy, you start doing it. I bet you he's going to get on board, especially when he sees how much food you get to eat. So I want you to think about that. I have a link um, in this session here, but I really want to know what you're doing, what you're thinking about when it comes to self-sabotage, what your truth is, because it is until we are aware that we do something about it. We can't do anything about it unless we're not, if we're not aware of it. All right, you guys, I hope I'm having a really good time skiing while you are watching this. And I hope that this was meaningful, purposeful, and really inspiring for you. I know when I prepare these kinds of things, it actually just gets me centered into my own needs. So if nothing else, this helped me. I just hope it helped you too. Remember, wherever you are in your nutrition, in your journey, you have a place here with us at Disruptive Nutrition. Please use it, take advantage of it, and let us know how we can serve you. Thanks. Thanks.